Baruch Hashem, good morning everyone. Baruch Hashem, we are blessed. We are blessed to have a new day. We are blessed to have an opportunity to grow, to change. Chadashim Labkarim, Rabba Munasecha, that we all have the schus to be alive. We all have the schus to have an opportunity to, to take advantage of the gift of being on this planet, being in this world, and the purpose of being on this world is for a person to, to work on himself and to try and become a better person and to realize that Hashem has given each and every one of us, Hashem has given all of us, the gift of life to, to become Adam. Adam is Adam Elyon for us to become similar, to realize that we are a Neshama, as we say every morning, said, I am a Neshama, we're here for a limited time. We're here for a limited time on this planet, we're here in yeshiva for a limited time, and we want to take advantage and make the best of our life, and make the best of the, the moments that we are here. One of the biggest challenges of, of a person being, being in this world, one of the challenges that happens to a person is that he can, um, look at things in a, in a terrible, terrible light and there could be a lot of anger and hatred and hurt and pain and a person here is given a certain amount of time to be on this world and it's, uh, it's dark, it's dark in his life all the time and, uh, and, it, and it's difficult and, and, and that comes a lot from a person's negative thoughts about himself. It's, it comes a lot from a person not being able to see the good in his life and see the gifts and to see what Hashem wants from him. And, and it's very challenging. It's challenging when a person looks all around him and all he sees is, is bad things and negative things and and I've got to change this person, and I've got to change that person, and life just stinks. Right? There's, nothing, there's nothing worse than, than, uh, than thinking that life stinks. There's nothing, right? It's, it's, uh, mental suffering is much more painful than physical suffering. Right? When a person f- suffers in his story about his life and who he is and what, what his purpose is, and etc., much more painful than, than, than physical suffering. And the das of a person is in gullus. The das is, is in gullus. As in Mitzrayim, they said that Paro put the das of a person in gullus. Das chasarta makanisa. When a person is missing das, so then he doesn't have anything. Ain ani das. When we talk about poverty, we talk about poverty of the brain which means it's not what you physically have or you don't physically have, right? You could have a person, right? What's that, uh, that line from that person with no legs? Right? We haven't said it in a while. And uh, the person with no legs, someone came over to him and said, how are you able to stay so positive and you have no legs? How are you able to live life with such positivity without legs? And the guy without legs t- told the, the person, with the legs, he says, how are you able to stay so negative with legs? So what's the shot? Ain't honey, ain't honey, Ella Bedas. That was like really cool to see Ellie come with positivity. Right, correct, correct, correct. So what's the shot? The shot is, it's not whether the person has legs or he doesn't have legs. It's not whether the person has money or he doesn't have money. It's not whether my roommate is like this or my roommate's like that. It doesn't matter what happened to my, me in my past. 
It's not, that's not what defines who I am. What defines who I am is my, is my approach and my, uh, the way I interpret what I'm, what I'm going through and, and my ownership of my thoughts, my ownership of my life. Because the proof is you could have someone who literally grew up in a home with abuse, chas v'shalom, and, and, and terrible things, and he had a terrible past, and he has no money, and he has all these terrible things, and he's walking around so happy. Why is he so happy? Because he's so thankful for his life, and he's so thankful for this, and he's so thankful that I'm this, and I'm so thankful, and he focuses on the positive, and he focuses on how much he has. Now, easier said than done. Easier said than done. But the truth is, we have total, total, I don't even like the word control. It's more than control. We have the ability to choose every day. We have the ability to choose every day how we want to live our life. Someone put on the chat, I think Mayor Schoenig, it was a great line from yesterday on the quote chat. I want to share with you. I thought it was such a great line. Um, he said, <clears throat> such a great line. Where is it? One second. Oh, it's so easy. Thank you very much, yes. It's so easy to stay in depression, and it's so easy to get out of depression. Right now, I'm not talking about someone who's clinically depressed. Right? That's, that's a little bit harder. But I'm talking about someone who's feeling down. He says, it's so easy to stay in depression, and it's so easy to get out of depression. It just feels so hard to choose. You need to choose. To go ahead and say, okay, all right, I wake up on the wrong side of the head. I wake up on the wrong side of my head in the morning. So, so the question is, am I staying there or am I moving from there? And that decision that you're going to make to say, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to my roommate. My roommate is driving me nuts. I'm going to learn. I'm going to turn it around. I'm going to turn it around. My association with my parents, right? Many times... One of our challenges with our parents is we're waiting for our parents to give to us. Whenever you're waiting for someone to give to you, you're in big trouble. We'll talk about it more today in the Silsi Sharm because we're going to talk about love. Oh, perfect timing, Yehuda Siegfried. We're going to talk about love. <coughs> Welcome back. Right? We're going to talk about um, love. One of, the, one of the hardest things for us in relationships is that we become negative when we want and we need things from people. If I need something from you and you don't give it to me, so then I, that's when I become negative because I become a victim that I need something from you and you're not providing it for me. But the question you want to ask yourself is what are you providing for yourself and what are you providing for others? We're going to talk, that's going to be today's theme, but just to talk about it, oh, just to talk about it as far as um, my, my Lashon Hara, and as far as looking at people negatively, the reason I look at people negatively is because they're supposed to be something for me. They're supposed to do something for me that they didn't do. My roommate is supposed to be neat. He's supposed to be neat. He's not supposed to be messy. My roommate is supposed to be sensitive when he walks in the room at 2 o'clock in the morning, and he's supposed to be quiet. That's what he's supposed to give me, right? Wait till you get married, Amir Tashem, and you'll make your list of all the things that your wife is supposed to do for you, and she's not doing for you. That's big trouble, big trouble. When a person looks at life like that, as opposed to what? As opposed to, how could I judge beautifully? How could I see positively? And it's hard to see positive, it's very hard, because then I have to step out of my, my little, my little uh, um, comfort zone of, of what everyone's going to do to take care of me, and I have to say, no, maybe i got to spread and be my spiel on that person. I want to influence that person. I want to be there for that person. I want to bless that person. I want to see the good in that person. Okay, question, comment, and let's do the halacha. Good? Make sense? Questions? Comments? 
please. Please, please, please. No questions, no comments. Oh, we got one. Um, ben. Hey, reps. Hi. Good morning. Go. Let's hear. Let's hear. Someone once told me that when you're going into a relationship at the beginning, you, you're going in as a taper. Are they good for me? Is, are they compatible? What could I get out of it? But once you're in the relationship, then starts the process of giving. What can I do in taking that personal responsibility? Nice. So is there a way or is there a time and place to be a taker and not a giver and where you have to put yourself first? Is, is, what, what do you mean? If you, need, if you need something, yeah, what's wrong if I need? There you go. And that, well, what, what, meaning, meaning, we're, we're, you're gonna, you're gonna take, because we're human, so you're gonna take. But I want to be, I want to be focused on on giving. If you're going to take, of course, you're gonna take. And you gotta take care of yourself. But, but my focus is on is on giving. That's my focus. That's my, I will also take because hopefully if I'm in a healthy relationship with someone that person's going to be doing the same thing I'm doing when you're, in a, when, you're, when you're giving and the other person's giving those are the best relationships but my, but my goal is to give and your goal is to give then we're both giving to each other that's, that's the healthiest marriage is in interdependence I'm giving and she's giving Thank you, sir, for keeping text that says accepting, right, and giving someone the opportunity yeah. to yeah, give. Yeah, okay, you're right. Yeah, right, but yeah, correct. That's also, but I, you're right. That's also true. But the point is, is that if you're with healthy people, the healthier a person is, the more that person is looking to be a giver and looking how they can help. And a giving doesn't mean, maybe, Ben, this is what you're saying, giving doesn't mean that you don't take care of yourself. Giving doesn't mean you don't take care of it. It's not a contradiction to take care of yourself, right? What do they say on an airplane when, a per, when, when, they, when they give the, the instructions that if chas v'shalom, the, the uh, oxygen, right, uh, goes, uh, there's a problem with the plane, what do they say? They say, put on your oxygen thing. They say, and if you're with a child, what do you do? First put on yourself, and then you put on the child. Oh, you're so selfish. How could you put on yourself before you put on the child? So what's the answer? The answer is no. I gotta take care of my child. So in order for me to take care of my child, I gotta make sure that I'm breathing properly. If I'm breathing properly, then I'll be able to take care of my child. If I'm not breathing properly, then I won't be able to take care of my child. So so too with relationships. If I'm negative, remember, this is, guys, we have to remember this all the time. We can say this every day. You give what you have. If you're giving anger, it means you have anger. If you're giving love, it means you have love. If you're giving lush and hara, it means you have ra inside of you that you are seeing the bad in that person. That is, that is the way it is. There's no, that's like reality. That's the way it is. Whatever you have, you're going to give. So the more you take care of yourself and the more you love yourself and you have self-care and you put on your oxygen mask, then you will be able to put on your, your, someone else's. You'll be able to help somebody else. What, 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 what is challenging is when a person doesn't work on himself and a person doesn't take care of himself and he looks all around everyone and he only sees negative and he wants things to change around him. He wants everybody to change around him. If, if only everybody would change. If only I would have money in the bank. If only, if only I didn't grow up like this. If only, blah, 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 whatever it might be. You're living in the world of, of uh, you know, what is supposed to be. Not the world of what is and what I have to do to fix that. Okay. Halacha, we ready? Question, comments? Okay. Says the Chavetz Chaim, talking negatively about someone's appearance. Here we go. You are not allowed to talk negatively about someone's appearance, clothing, even if it is obvious to all the people who see the person. For example, he looks terrible lately. 
Did you see how much weight he gained? Here comes my next door neighbor. You'll see, right, I'm on page 33, day 7. Oh, you'll see my neighbor. Yeah, he's a little bit strange, right? Um, did you notice my brother's hat? It's very ugly. The boy is not good looking. He's not good looking. He's short. He's heavy. He's this. Whatever you're going to say, you're going to talk about someone's appearance. So we might think it's obvious. Whoa, what do you mean? We all call him shorty. What's the big deal? Why are you making a big deal? We all call him, you know, a name for being heavy, right? So everyone, everyone, everyone talks to him like that. Chaz Chaim tells us, no, put yourself in the person's mm-hmm. shoes. How would you feel if you heard people talk about you in such a manner? And I want to say something that's very, very important. The JK doesn't help. JK does not, I don't think the Chavetz Chaim has, says, by the way, if you're saying we're joking and we're boys, we're all boys, so therefore I can make fun of him, we're all boys, this is how we talk. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. If a person's putting down someone's appearance, the way someone looks, even if the guy is laughing with you, 100% usser. You're not allowed to do it. It's very uh, hurtful and, and uh, it's something that that we want to look and only find the beauty, the beauty in, in, in every person. The story that comes to mind is, is uh, Rabbi Arya Levin, when he met, Arya Levin was a big, big tzaddik. Um, it's one of the books that it's a must read if you're Jewish. It's called a Tzaddik in Our Time. That's the name of the book. Rabbi Arya Levin, a Tzaddik in Our Time. Those are the two biographies that I say are must reads. You could ask Menachem Dubin for for uh, the other 100 biographies if you wanna, if you wanna know what to read. But the, the two that I say are must-reads are the Kleisenberger Rebbe, the war, W-A-R, the war years. Um, and you have to read that. And you have to read uh, Rabbi Ari Levin, a tzaddik in our time. Um, and over there, there's a story where, I think it's in that book, could be I heard it elsewhere, where, where someone was, Rabbi Ari Levin was a big tzaddik, he loved every Jew. And there was a, 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 someone walking, and he came to see him. He said, Shalom Aleichem, and he wasn't wearing a yarmulke. And, uh, and uh, Rabari Levin, um, the, 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 the boy was embarrassed. Here he's in front of rabbi, the big rabbi, and he's not wearing a yarmulke. So he was all, like, you know, getting nervous. And uh, Rabari Levin happened to have been very short. So he said to him, he says, I don't, he said something like, I'm so sorry I'm not wearing my yarmulke. And he says, oh, what are you talking about? I'm too short. I can't see, I can't even see on top of your head what you're wearing. All I see is your heart. Meaning like I'm, I'm facing your heart. Right? So what's the shot? The shot is that when we look at another Jew, right, we, want to, we don't want to see what, what they're missing. We want to see what, what, what's inside. We want to see the truth. Their neshama, we want to see their beauty. Every person has beauty. Every person is beautiful. Every person has so much good to them. Every person has so much we can learn from. And if we focus on that, then we begin to focus on our own beauty. We begin to focus on, on our positivity. And, we, and you know what happens also? You begin to feel amazing. Because when you're sitting in a room and everyone's so beautiful and awesome, and great, so it's like you're feeling great. When you're sitting in a room, and this guy's this, and this guy's that, and this guy's that, and this guy's that, so you feel, you feel terrible. First of all, you feel bad, you know, burning everybody up with your eyes. But it's just a terrible feeling to be in a world of just darkness and negativity and things that are just not right. Okay. Question, comments? Okay, Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be zocha to to love more, to to judge favorably, to see the good, to forgive ourselves, to forgive each other, to take the hook out of our heart. Who is that? Shlema. Wow. What do you got to say, Shlomo? Let's hear. Put your right, yeah. I'll give you a couple minutes to warm up, yeah? What? Wow. Beautiful. More light. More light in the base vendors.
Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be zocha to, to uh, you know, know, know what we got to do. All we got to do is keep on doing what we're doing. That's what we got to do. You learn the Hilchus Chavetz Chaim. I was speaking to someone yesterday, and he was all mamish, maisa, shahaya. It's fresh, fresh story. I was speaking to someone yesterday, and he was so angry and so negative, and blah, 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 and negative, and negative, and negative. And he learns. He learns a lot. And I gave him a big musr. I gave him a big, a little bit of a slap. I said, you're so negative. You're so angry. I said, oh, have you been learning Hilchus Lashon Hara? Have you been learning all this? He says, no, no, no. So I said, no wonder you're so negative. No wonder, no wonder, meaning, why am I saying that? It's, it's, it's your default is going to be negative. Your default is going to be to, to do that. De- don't expect yourself to be positive. There's no reason to expect yourself to be positive. Expecting yourself to be positive is very unrealistic. You gotta work, you have to work, you have to work, you have to work, on being positive. You have to work on love, which we're going to talk about today in Mishul Sisharim. So Hashem will help us all. And there's nothing to be upset about if you're negative. Just keep on coming back and keep on chazring and keep on learning the Hilchus Lashonara and keep on learning how to, how to close your mouth and to look at people and to work on it. It's to work on it daily, daily to say, today, wake up in the morning say, I want Hashem. If there's one prayer you can have, if there's one prayer you could have as you're saying, O say Shalom B'Roma, and say, Hashem, I want my ability to look, I want to be able to look at every person with love and, and beauty. Yes, Shimon. Good morning. Good morning. Um, what do you do about someone that you know looks negative than they do? So, you yeah, want. Right, so so they know a bad society. They know uh, they know all history, so they look at you in a certain way. Right, so this answer is to you, Shimon, because you're because I I, I I mean it's to everybody. Please don't, please don't answer me saying I need to come back every day. Because <laughs> okay. 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 you're coming back either way. Uh, <laughs> very good. Um, the answer that I'm going to say is that for you, for everyone here also, is that, is that number one, we, we, we can't worry about how people look at us. It's not my business how you look at me. It's my business how I look at you. That's number one. And number two, and this is a biggie, this is a biggie to swallow, um, but uh, when you're able to be open with yourself and to say that, Yes, I do have uh, shortcomings. And when someone says, you're this and you're that, you could be, there's nothing worse, there's nothing worse than, not, nothing worse, that's a strong statement. But in my humble opinion, it's terrible to be defensive. You'll see when you get married, one of, the, one of the hardest things to develop a relationship is with somebody who's defensive. So if someone comes over to you and says, you know what, Shimon, you got to work on this and this and that, sure, bring it on. Bring it on. Tell me more how, how I can work on myself. I want to hear more how, how terrible I am and how I was. And that's very hard to do, but it's very um, more than freeing. Free, freedom is not even the word. It means you win. You won. You won. If you could go ahead, Shimon, you listening? Am I good? Is it good? So far, I'm okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying it makes sense, what I'm saying? So, so what I'm saying is that if someone's going to come to me, meaning if I'm looking at you and that you're beautiful and I love you, and you're coming to me and saying, well, well you're, a, you're a negative person, I could be like, I hear that. I am negative sometimes. I could hear that. I could hear that. I could hear that. In relationships... When we're defensive, and instead of saying, yeah, I have this problem, I got this, right? It goes back to this. We speak about this all the time in yeshiva, and we have to chaza this over every day also. So what that I have problems? So what that I messed up? So what that I'm insecure? So what that I feel that I've done things wrong? So what that I've, so, not even so what. Yes, this is true. This is true. 
I have insecurities. I have deficiencies. That's okay. So if that guy looks at me a certain way and he says, oh, you're a selfish guy. Yes, I could be selfish sometimes. You're right. And thank you so much for pointing that out. And God willing, with your wife, you're going to talk to your wife and you're going to be like, blah, blah, blah. And she's going to say, well, you're this, you're this. They'll say, okay, I want to hear more about that. You'll be like, what? What'd you say? Right? Because like, sometimes you go to, right? You go to someone, you tell them something. Oh, you have this problem, this problem. I don't have that problem. I don't have that. Right? They're defending. No, you have this problem. Great, bring it on. Can you please tell me more about that? How do you beat that? You can't beat that. You can't beat, you can't, and I'm not, I'm not, I know I'm talking about it in terms of winning and losing, but I mean it for real. You can't beat someone who is going to say, tell me more, tell me the more things that I have to do to improve myself. We have three Mattels, to, I just want to point out to, you, to everyone. Oh, are there four? We got three of them. Four, where's Aaron? Oh my gosh. Guys, today is an be- extra beautiful day. We're Zoha to have, I'll go in order, we're Zoha to have uh, Shlomo and Yehuda and Mayer and Aaron Mattel in our base management. Wow. I see, I started off this morning and I was saying it, I, was, I wanted someone to catch me on it, they didn't catch me on it, or maybe they did, they didn't want to say it was too. I saw it, I said, today is a very special day. I wanted someone to say, well, well, what happened that it's a special day? And my answer was going to be, because it's a special day. That was my, I'm being serious. You knew that answer. What? Oh, you knew that already. Okay, that's a beautiful example. But I see that, uh, that, it's, uh, that it's extra special to have the Mattels, the extra, extra power. Um, Hashem will help us all to love each other, to love each other more love ourselves more. I love, and I want to say something. I love talking about this. You know, I love talking about this. I love talking about this. I love talking about the fact that I want to, I, I, I want to be more open to, to my things that I have to work on. I want to know less about assuming that I know what people go through. I don't know what people go through. I don't know what people go through. I don't want to judge. Baruch Hashem, I, I, I try not to judge, but I want to judge even less. And I want to be more open. And I want to be more humble to, to myself and to other people. And I want to be more open to criticism because there's nothing wrong with messing up. There's nothing wrong with, with being human. It's, it's the most beautiful thing in the world to know that I have things that I have to work on. And that's where Lushan Hara is so whacked out and so terrible because it's like, that guy is selfish and I'm going to kill him for it. And that guy has an anger problem and that's crazy. And that guy is in, in uh, you know, he's not sensitive. And that person, what, what, what are you talking about? I'm selfish, I'm insensitive, and I have anger problems. So, 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 so what? That, it's okay. So Hashem will help each and every one of us. Great segue for today. I'm excited for today, Ms. Silsi Sharam, because we're going to talk about love. Even though the, the Ms. Silsi Sharam is going to be talking about Shmira Sainayim, and he's going to be talking about our relationship with Tavis Nashim, but it all comes to love which we'll get to in a second. Hashem will help us all to not speak Lashon Hara, not to be Makabal any Lashon Hara, and to just love, 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 and only see the good. Shim, and I hope I was helpful with your question. Hashem will help us and all the Jewish people. Amen. Okay, so the Mesil Yisharim says, the Mesil Yisharim, as we were speaking yesterday, right, we're on the second rationalization point in our life. And that comes to machshava, our thoughts. And I'm just really going to go off a little bit. I want to talk with all of us. I really want to, want to uh, I'm excited to talk about this because I think it's so important. Um, there is the practical aspect of a person looking at something that he's not allowed to look at, a person talking inappropriately, a person listening inappropriately. And as Ramchal says, and I read from Perak Aleph, he says very clearly, he says, 
He says, Kol Anything that's from the species of Znus, or anything close to a woman that, it is, that she is usher to you, Whatever one of your senses it is, whether it's physical, whether it's looking, whether it's bedibor, whether, whether it's talking, listening, and even in your mind, this is something that a person wants to cleanse himself. And he goes through all the different things that we all know. He says, all these things that we know, um, and, and that's the second thing that we're going to struggle the most. And like we said yesterday, in our generation, this is why I want to talk a little bit about love and where this comes from. The, there's the, the, the Slanama Rebbe, I'm going to start off with this and then we'll talk a little bit deeper. The Slanama Rebbe says a, a, a line, I don't know where it's from, but he says, Isha Yiras Hashem He says in a homiletic, in a Hasidic Shabshat, when it comes to Isha, when it comes to battling your Taivas Nashim, Yiras Hashem. You can't use your logic because logic is in your brain. When it comes to it's all your emotion. It's all your, your physical body that wants something. So when it comes to battling your tithes, whether it comes to seeing, whether it comes to listening, speaking, touching, whatever it might be, a person has to have Yiras Hashem, which is off limits, no, 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 and he has to cleanse himself from that. That's that's what the Slanimer says. I think it fits very well with what the Mesil Jisharim is saying, which is in order for a person to cleanse himself from Tivus, and our generation specifically, because our generation is not just a generation of billboards. In my generation, they spoke about billboards. I don't even know if there are billboards anymore, because no one needs billboards anymore, because you have one big fat billboard that you carry around with you all day, right? Which is just sending you messages and messages and messages. And that message in our generation, I'll have to tell you, is the Znus and Znus and Isha and Taiva and Taiva. Literally, like the Arizal said, I said it yesterday, our generation is the Dara Mabel, literally. Which is, forget, I'm not even getting into gender and getting into to gender problems and, and sexual problems that exist very strong in our generation, and it ain't gonna. And, and Mir, Mir Tashem, Mashiach will come today, tomorrow. Amen. Amen. The, the generation is not. It's not gonna get for your children, guys. By the way, for your wife and children, I, 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 I'm happy Yehuda's Mattel is going to school, and we have Chevra here going to school. Who's gonna help? Who's gonna help? Yitzi Raymond, the Chevra is gonna help because the next generation. We have gender problems now. So what's going, to be, what's going to be in 10 years from now? What's going to be in 15 years from now uh, in, in gender? If the cartoons are already coming out of the closet, cartoons are coming out of the closet. They are, right? They're coming out of the cartoon SpongeBob. Right? I told you that story, right? I told you that story with, with my children. They used to let them watch Arthur. Arthur, I love Arthur. So let them watch Arthur. Until my kids were talking at the, at the uh, uh, supper, supper table, the dinner table, to talk about more than this, I don't know how it came up, and that one of the people, my son asked me a few weeks ago, Tati, can I, can I just watch one episode of Arthur, you know, because I banned Arthur from my family, why? Because they had uh, uh, two guys living with each other, right, whatever it was, Arthur, a little kid, why do you got to do that, why you got to do that? I got to do that. That's our generation. So what's going to be in your generation of your children? Probably someone's living with a, with a dog. I'm serious. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not joking. I got married to a dog. You get married something else. You'll be like, okay, but what's really wrong with that? It's his choice. Whatever it is. The point is, the point is, the point is we are living in a generation of, if you don't protect yourself from the world. And remember, the world wants one thing from you. The world doesn't want your, your ruchnias and your health. The world wants your money. The world wants your, you to watch whatever they want to send you to watch. 
They don't care about you. They don't care about your soul. They don't care about your relationship with your wife. You think your relationship with your wife is not going to be affected by the things that you watch? You think you're, I had someone come to me a few years ago, chash of a chash of a person, I'm not joking, from yeshiva, chash of a chash of a person. I remember the conversation. I reminded him of the conversation. And he says, well, how else am I supposed to know how to have a relationship if it's not from what I've watched? And the answer is, you're 100% right. Because if you watch something over and over and over again, so then what does it do? It sticks in your head, it sticks in your mind. And you have this image of this is what this relationship is supposed to be. And, and it could be a Disney uh, movie. It could be a movie of the romance. I'm waiting for the, right? You're waiting for, for, the, for the music to play in the background. How come they're not playing the music in the background? How come I'm not feeling the way I felt when I watched the movie? And I was watching the movie. How come it's not? And you chase that. And you chase that. People think that it's just when they say don't watch this and don't look at this. It's all, oh, because you're going to burn, you're going to burn. That, that's also true. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about what's going to happen. You're right. There is an element of, of, of uh, consequences that happen when a person goes against Hashem. But let's put that to a side. Hashem loves us. Hashem's not there to kill us. Hashem's not there to punish us. Hashem loves each and every one of us like we can't imagine. But then there's what I'm looking at and what I'm watching and my relationship to women, my relationship to the opposite sex, my relationship to what marriage is, my relationship to, to love. That's what I want to talk about. Love. Love. What is love? What is love and how do I love? What is love and how do I love? And how do I get loved? Because all of this comes down to one thing. Yes, there's Isha Yiras Hashem. Yes, you gotta say I'm not watching. You gotta say I'm not talking. You gotta say I'm closing my eyes and ears. You gotta shut yourself out from that. But now let's talk on a deeper level. What am I missing in my life that I need her to fill me up with? What am I missing in my life that I need that to fill me up? And the more empty you are from love, you're in big, 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 big trouble. And I'm saying that for real. The emptier your love tank is, because you can't give what you don't have. If I don't have love, if I have 10% of love of myself, how am I supposed to give you more than 10%? It's impossible. So you need to learn to love yourself. You need to learn to, yeah? You need to learn to love yourself. You need to learn to understand relationships, how to get love, how to give love. Because I promise you, the, the media and Hollywood and, and the, the wacko other stuff is, is, is doing the exact opposite. It damages. It's not just, oh, it's us, sir. It's, you wish that's all it was. You wish the only thing that, 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 that these things have done to us is that it, that it makes it between you and God. It's not about you and God. Oh, I just got it. Thank you, Hashem. You're watching things. Is not, it's not only between you and God. It's between you and your wife. It's between you and love and your relationships to know how to have a healthy relationship with a woman, to have a healthy relationship, to be able to know how to look at a woman. I don't mean to look at a woman. How to look at a woman, how to perceive what an Isha is, what, what, what my relationship is. Question, comments, please. Rabbi Tzvi, come on, you can't let me, you can't, can't. Uh, I was just thinking, uh, Rabbi Fisher for president, that's all. <laughs> Thank you, Rabbi Tzvi. Yeah, Mayor, is that? Yeah. Uh, I was thinking uh, what Rabbi said about uh, the, the Slutimer, that, uh, that the answer is to go to Hashem. So, you know, uh, many, many times in these uh, in Yadim, so there's a lot of like, shame, and there's a lot of guilt, you know, I'm not good enough, no. I, I messed up like that today, so uh, I'm not I'm not allowed to dive in. I messed up like that, so I'm not allowed to learn. I'm not good enough to uh, connect. 
know, so maybe what the son of her is telling us also is, oh, you did that, you had something happen where you gave it to your tacos, you talked with them, you were a healthy person, that got built for connection, and that's why you have these tacos, and, and, and we think that now we're supposed to beat ourselves up, but, but the answer is that, is, is that no, especially now, we can, we, we can, occur, we, we can of course, go to God, we should, of course, go to Hashem, and obviously we do that because we see that we're allowed to, and we're worthy of, of, of that, and that we're able uh, uh, no time, yeah. so. Beautiful, If you want to talk about the void, that void that Zach's talking about, I think that that um, you know relationships are are take time, and and the, the irony and uh, please, I really uh, I encourage uh, those who have this more clear, and if there's a way, because I think this is so important for us to talk about, it's so important to understand within yourself the void um, and relationships, meaning it, it's it's. It's the exact opposite. What people crave is they crave connection. That's what people crave is they crave connection. And what they get is they get the opposite of connection. They get the opposite. They, get, they might get an instant feeling of connection, but it's the exact opposite of real connection. And it, and it pushes a person further away from himself, and it pushes a person further away from a healthy relationship. It pushes a person away from being a giver and being someone who can listen and someone who's involved in a relationship. So, um, it's so true. Yes? I was just saying. Oh, love it. I was just saying hi to someone. Oh, sorry. Hi, everybody. Shkaya, Yes, did you? Um, I'm saying we're all we're all seeking connection, but instead we just get attention. Like we have, a, you know, when you start an Instagram account the first time, you opened it up like five years ago and you got ten likes, you went nuts. But now that you have five thousand followers or ten thousand followers, and you get you get a thousand likes, and it's not enough. Just look how many followers you have. You always just need more and more and more. And like really, what we're all just searching for is giving instead of taking. Like, right. Amazing. Learn to give instead of like taking like all the movies that like love is about. If I take and I get the girl, then I'll be happy. But it's really if you can give to the girl and she can get you, then you'll be happy. Beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. I wanna beautiful. You did yeah, I wanna read a quote. I wanna read a quote. I can't read I can't read the whole thing because it's not a hundred percent um, but I think everyone can fill in um, the blanks. Um, we think we want this thing. It's not, it's not that thing that we want. It's intimacy that we want. We want to be looked at. We want to be smiled at. We want to be admired. We want to laugh. We want to feel safe. We want to feel that someone really understands me. That's what we crave. That's what we crave. 
So when a person twists it, and it's so interesting that, that a person, and one of the, I, I think one of the tzaddikim says the biggest, and it's so prevalent in our generation, he says the biggest nisayan of a person being put in this world is this fight of taiva, is this fight of your relationship with a woman, your relationship with, with your connection with people in, in this area. And we see so clearly nowadays that it's something that, that goes hand in hand. There is so much, there is so much abundance, so to speak, of a person getting, you know, getting what he thinks he wants. But there's never been a time where people are so lonely and disconnected. And it's just such a proof that it's all a lie. It's a proof that, that, that everything that, that they tell us and everything that they, that they show us and everything that they have brainwashed us with is, is so detrimental to the essence of what a true relationship is. Yes, Dovi. Um, so where is the, be- is the level of Hasidus best acquired? Before marriage or after marriage? Great question. You cannot... This is going to be a heavy statement. Great question. I would say it's probably Im- say impossible. you got to get married and have a relationship because you can't know what a relationship with Hashem is until you have an intimate relationship with somebody else. The, 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 the relationship with Hashem is, which is a great, thank you for bringing that up. Our relationship with Hashem is all misug ha'ohavin, the Ramchal says. It's a relationship. And when you learn to have a healthy relationship with, with your wife, and you learn to have a healthy relationship with your family, that's how you can learn to have a relationship with Hashem. It's easy to be you know, in the yeshiva and to have a relationship with Hashem. You gotta go to the base medish, gotta learn, you gotta, you, gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. Once it gets more complex and there's more of a give and take, so, so the answer to that is, is that, is that ish, the isha is in the Kodesh HaKadoshim. A man and a woman, isn't it so crazy? Isn't it so incredible, our religion? Isn't it amazing Judaism that they put in the holiest place in the world? The holiest place on the cosmic, whatever. The holiest place, there is a man and a woman. There's a man and a woman. There's a boy and a girl in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, all in a place that if anybody would walk in, even the Kohen Gadol was not ready, if he walked in there, he would die. That's how holy it is. And what do we put in there? We put in a man and a woman. And what does the world do with a man and a woman? Trash, disgusting, darkness, the exact opposite of what it truly is. The exact opposite of what it truly is. So thank God we have the Ramchal. Thank God we have the Masil Zisharim. Thank God we have, we have the Torah to teach us how to look at a woman, how to properly have a connection to a woman. Yes, Rabbi Ackerman. Well, let's hear. Listen up. I, I would think that after you get married, all coming from a good relationship. I feel personally that so yes, kindness really goes down after you get married naturally. But even with the best relationship, I see that the starvation for I'm not in the media world, but the starvation for, for likes and smiles and, and recognition from the whole world is still there even getting I need personally, maybe it's my uh, effect, but beautiful. I, I see that I need it more and more. Even though my relationship is beautiful with my wife, beautiful. we have a loving family. Beautiful. But, uh, it's only growing. Beautiful. Beautiful. First of all, first of all I respect that Rabbi Ackerman, who's a big Talmud Chacham, who's uh, someone who's, who's a very big Talmud Chacham, just that everyone should know that. He's a big Talmud Chacham, and that he's being open to say that. And you know what? That gets me even more excited to talk about what we're talking about. You know why, Rabbi Ackerman? Because this generation, your generation, could be that there's such a, a, and the world is so pounding and so bombarding people, but this is great, this is amazing. Lights, camera, action, 
that is, is like, it's like a drug. It's worse than a drug. It's a deep, deep drug to the point that Rabbi Akram is saying, I am married. I have a great relationship. I'm connected to Torah. And still, I have to battle it. Still, right? Is that what that's right? Still, I have to battle it. That to me is, is a call, is a call of like, you know, I'm, I'm hearing the sirens go off and the, you know, like, emergency, emergency. What's a guy going to do if he's not in yeshiva? What's a guy going to do that he's not listening and involved in a shir like this where he's developing himself appropriately? Amazing. Thank you, Rabbi Ackerman. Really. David, yes, David. This time I was really raising my hand. Okay. <laughs> I heard a shot about um, when Avinu was in Sarah, and he looked into the water. Um, so the lesson here said that uh, it was the first time that he saw her. Right. Um, and then all the the given rabbis said that you know what do you mean in order to have institution you have to see your wife first. So I heard a shot that back then there's no such thing as a uh, artificial. And um, when Abraham looked out into the water for the first time, he saw the, uh, the uh, something similar to what a, a just a regular vision of what a picture of a woman would look like. And it dawned on him that this is what Paro's going to see. He's just not, he's not going to see what I see when I look at my wife. He's going to see the next relationship with men He's going to just see what I see right now. That was the first time, uh, first time he saw a vision of a woman. So uh, therefore, he said, this can't happen. I've got to put, him, put her in a box. Wow. David, amazing. I, you just helped me understand more why the tzaddikim don't want to be photographed. The reason the tzaddikim, maybe, according to what you're saying, the reason the tzaddikim, I mean, it's brought down why they don't like to be photographed is because you're not seeing the true, you're just seeing the physical. You're just seeing something so a shell a shell and to to uh and then could you imagine when we see a picture of the tzaddik and we're like whoa like our neshama is like whoa so could you imagine you know live what that would be like thank you david amazing 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 yes from arab uh, so on one hand uh, the battle of this generation is, is the hardest fights we'll ever have to go through have to understand also the prize for fighting what we get, like for it, by the by the Saita, said that she she goes along with another man and she and she does she doesn't go and do the uh, you know she doesn't go all all the way so that she she ends up getting a baby. So Lapian asks why why you know, this girl Lamaisa went alone after her husband told her not to go alone. And who knows what she did there? She just didn't go all the way, so so she kept it in. to show you how much how much of a prize you can get if in, a, in, in a time where you're so so deep into you know a, a situation like that, and you hold yourself back. Beautiful, amazing. Rabbi <laughs> see, come on. Yeah, I, ju- I just want to say that. Uh, Maybe Rebnitsky, as he said, and I think it's important that he did not come from the generation of Instagram, Facebook, and iPhones. But so maybe Yitzi got married and his type of um, for women went a little lower. But I want to say publicly that any person besides Rebnitsky and the other rabbis, and whoever thinks he's a rabbi, thinks he's going to get married. And his tiger for women are going to go away if he's connected to his phone and all the other non-up stuff. It's, he's a delusional person. And on the contrary, it's going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. As I say, it's not a personal thing. I remember sitting with my, 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 one of my close friends from fifth grade. I'm not married. And we were always trying to talk to other people from the other side. And it never worked out. But now that I'm married, I think... And everyone loves it. So I'm saying to think that you're going to get married in those times that Rebjitsi said, the small part, 
it's not going to go away. If you don't get rid of those phones, get rid of those apps, you're going to have it and it's going to get worse and worse. And you will never feel it. The goal is to live with a life that you should retire. You will never get to that level if you, if you, if you don't stop lusting. And it's not you're going to get married and stop lusting. You will not. And other problems are going to start. You're going to get annoyed at her times of the month. It will never happen if now you don't start. It's better now than having kids and then dealing with those issues. And as Rebbe knows, as we all know, every other day there's another married guy, a married couple, that are struggling with that problem. And as I told the guy yesterday in show, I started learning Saita yesterday, it happens to be. And one of the things that it says over there, which was amazing, it says the Kinella says the Gemara, which means he told her, I don't want him to talk to this person. Says the Gemara, the reason why she ended up going with another man was because he brought up that topic. And this is a different conversation from marriage. But you never talk about divorce. You never bring up the D word because it's not a thing. The second you talk about these things, it creates a thing. So I'm just saying, just to be the husband myself and everyone else. And I told the guy, I said, I'm this close to chucking my iPhone away just because I know how much more successful I could be. And I don't have apps. And I don't know all of these things because I missed that generation. Kechota Sairo, a little bit. But, uh, and, and, and it's not a waste of time. If I wouldn't have my phone, I would do a lot more. I would learn a lot more. And still it's hard for me. So hopefully with the Kayaf and the Tzibur together, Realize what's the goal in it. If the goal is your wife a beautiful Shabbos table, it's not going to happen. My wife uses my WhatsApp five minutes a day, and I and I try to talk to her, and she's busy. And I'm like, this is how I look two hours a day when my kids are trying to talk to me, and this is how we look. It's pathetic, and that's Rashi together. We'll hold we'll the I know, I know we can, uh, oh, Shlemy, you want to say? No, I just okay. one other thing before about um, having the relationship with Hashem and having relationship with their wife. Because you have to remember that in order to get to that relationship with their wife, you have to get that relationship with themselves. Right, beautiful. Correct. Beautiful. Right, Shlemy is saying your relationship with yourself. Correct. You, you need your relationship with yourself, but you're, 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 you're not going to be able to get that relationship with yourself as long as you're chasing it outside of you. Hashem, yes, Yehuda. Maybe a little louder. Sorry, yeah. Yehuda Mattel, everyone. So let's let's yeah, listen. I, I, I once heard something like, like I once saw push back and forth. It was a big like breakthrough for in my own mind. Yeah. Yeah. That that I saw a person ask a like like a like a professor that why why don't we like just talk about like marriage and like family and like if we focus on that. So I feel like we can like work on. Like a lot of things, you know, with uh, with like another person. <coughs> said back very, very simply. They said because because what if for that person it's not about marriage and and family. So, so I realized like so much of you know of what I have seen out there from different people, from movies, from just different things. Like like marriage and family is usually not like like the four primary, part, you know, like message. So right. Just to be aware Beautiful. that if that's what I want my main thing to be, I'm judging it on things that I've seen where, Beautiful. Like, where like they don't even talk about that. So Beautiful. Just, just Beautiful. Beautiful. And, and, and thank you, Yehuda. It gives me an opportunity to say, uh, to talk about the mission of this yeshiva and the goal of this yeshiva. Because a lot of people ask me, news or Rabbi Fisher, what do you want? A bachar who comes to yeshiva, what do you want? Right? So what am I supposed to say? What do they want probably usually to hear? I want them to, to put on uh, this type of shirt. I want him to go to this type of yeshiva. I want him to graduate to be this. It couldn't be, the fu- couldn't be any further than the truth. Uh, this is what I say, and I'm going to say it right here, right now. And thank you, Yehuda, for reminding me of what it's about. My, my hope and prayer for everyone in this yeshiva, my hope and prayer for everyone in this yeshiva is a very simple thing. And that is to be an amazing husband and to be an amazing father and to be a good person to your wife 
to your children. If that everybody can do, then I, all the other stuff, I can leave to every other place, every other rabbi, every other thing. I'm okay, I'm okay leaving that on the side. If there's one thing that is number one, that I talk about the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. The main thing is to be, to have an amazing relationship with your wife and to be an amazing, which Mela will be, you'll have an amazing relationship with your children. And that begins, it begins, as Shlaimi was just saying before, it begins with having an amazing relationship with yourself. And these things that we're talking about are the exact opposite of a beautiful relationship with yourself, a beautiful relationship with your wife, and a beautiful relationship with your family. Hashem will help each and every one of us. We can continue and go on and go on and Mir Hashem tomorrow. Us, oh, really, yes. I have a quick start. Yes, please. Basically, I was looking for a new start online at artscroll.com and I saw this book. It said the exact one was the gift of stuttering. And I was like, that's crazy because like in the non-Jewish world, it's like how to overcome stuttering. How to get, how to like, like deal with it. Like it's talking about the gift of stuttering. Learning that it's a gift, not that it's bad. It's something that's good that you have it for a reason and there's something to gain from it. Love it, love it. Thank you, Trulli. <laughs> Hashem will help each and every one of us. We need Siyat to Shmaya with this. We need help. We need Siyat to Shmaya with everything we do. Hashem will help us as we're learning together, as we're trying to, to understand how to live our lives. Hashem will help us to live today the way we want to live today. Don't worry about your past. Don't worry about your future. Let's have an amazing day together, all of us. Thank you so much.